You're listening to Two Women and a Business. I'm Alyssa. And I'm Ashwarya, and we're so happy to have you tuning in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's a new season, new topics, people coming in, talking about their experience in different industries. And it's so exciting. I can't wait for you guys to hear everything that we have going on for this month and this season and the seasons to come, of course. Um, I just want to jump in today and say thank you to everyone who has been listening from the beginning till now. I know we took quite a long break. Um, I think it was mentally deserving for Ashwarya that we take a break. And also because my life got crazy in June for me to also take a break but I'm back I sure still wanna stay on the break for a little bit um but I'm so excited to hear all the comments and everything as what you guys want to hear thanks for you know giving your suggestions last episode or last season it was really appreciative um so yeah so this episode I want to talk about undervaluing um, when I talk, when I say undervaluing, I want to talk about undervaluing yourself, you know, because I feel like I do it a lot. I feel like I, I still do it, you know. I don't believe that I am as good as I think I am, and I feel like a lot of people, or I'm not as good as people as people think I am. So I don't believe in myself, and because of that, I feel like I undervalue my abilities and my capabilities and what I can do what I can't do um and my my overall price um so yeah so little backstory I living in Jamaica I always feel like as a chef you don't make enough money you don't make enough money to survive and I feel like you have to work 48 hours just to make ends meet which is very unfair um and of course it goes across the board a lot of people in different industries feel the same way um so for the longest time i i always undervalued myself you know when employers would call me in and for an interview and everything and go so what's your price i'd always say what I thought was good for my daily living but really and truly it wasn't it wasn't sufficient to pay the bills it wasn't sufficient to pay groceries pay for house maintenance pay for my daily needs and then also pay for my car maintenance so I have a seven plus year old car that I kid you not I can fix something today and drive out of the 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 auto shop and by the next day there's another noise and of course I'm going to just turn the music up because who wants to hear a noise after you've just fixed one issue with your car so yeah and then in Jamaica a lot of cars are like their car parts are expensive so I have a Subaru and kid you not car parts are so expensive like it's it's almost like paying a medical bill and I just can't believe it so so yes I always undervalue undervaluing myself and last month 
um, someone asked me if I could come down and help them with their hotel. And of course, I was debating it. I didn't like a lot of things that was going on. But I still said, you know, let me help out any way I could. And I wrote the contract because, of course, it was my consulting um, services they wanted. And I wrote my my own contract. And at first, they weren't really taking me serious. And I think at that point, I should have just, you know, cut all tides. But I really wanted to try and do one last hurrah before I left Jamaica. Um, so I wrote on the contract a certain price, which of course was higher than what normal um, employers would have paid me. And I got so excited. I was like, yeah, I'm finally going to get what I deserve and everything. And my significant other saw the amount and he was like, babe, no, I think you're worth three times, triple, quadruple, so much more than this. And I think you're undervaluing yourself. And I was in denial because I looked at it and I was like, the present I'm even writing down on this paper, this is so much more than what I'm normally used to getting. So in my eyes, I didn't think I was undervaluing myself. If anything, I feel like I was overvaluing myself. I feel like I put a price out there a little too high that could have caused me to not get the deal. And he's like, no, just trust me raise the price you won't regret it so of course raise the price and hand the guy the consultant um contract and he looked at it and he's like well you know i can only find this amount in the budget to pay you out of so i'm gonna have to of course ball down the price and of course it still was higher than what i had initially written and i was amazed i was like Someone's really willing to pay me this much to fix their food and beverage department. And at that moment, I realized that the level of work that I give out, the level of work that I can do comes at a cost. And it comes at a very high cost because I put hours upon hours up of reading and researching into my work. And it's that all comes at a cost, you know, your time comes at a cost. The gas you drive to go to these people's facilities or institutions or workplaces come at a cost. And if you constantly undervalue yourself and then fight to make ends meet, you'll never actually make ends meet. And if you hear rain in the background, we are currently in Jamaica going through a tropical storm Elsa (laughs) so if you hear the rain welcome Elsa (laughs) but yeah I I just personally feel like I might not be the only one out there who is sitting down around their desk or around their (coughs) sorry home office and just thinking about the fact that how am I going to pay this bill How am I going to make ends meet with this salary? You know, I feel like a lot of us or a lot of our parents stayed in jobs for like 25 years, 30 years and stayed at a a certain level of um, finance. So in Jamaica, I'm not sure how 
fully true this is i've only worked in one corporate job here but i remember when they did their financial report if the company made a certain amount of profits i think it was a two percent raise or something like that that the rest of the corporate people would get and i remember people still crying about the fact that oh it was just three three thousand dollars extra on their paycheck you know it wasn't that much um for canadians that's what like 25 30 dollars extra like really and truly and it wasn't even 30 dollars extra per hour it was just 30 dollars extra on the overall payment because we get paid a, a set amount for the month and i was like you know how, why are we crying about 30 like 30 dollars extra three thousand dollars extra why are we not why are we sitting down and being complacent and just being average and accepting that we're only getting paid three thousand dollars extra why are we not going out there and making a name for ourselves? we're not looking at the value that we carry to a company you know without us that company would not be able to survive why are we not more looking into consulting you know i know a lot of people i just i honestly just realized the other day that one of the financial controllers at this corporate company that i was just recently started his own accounts um consulting um instagram page and i was so proud of him because he's a father he's i'd assume in his mid 50s and he's getting close to retirement age and once you're close to retirement age a company is not going to want to boot your your pay up any more than what they're paying you now right so if you're getting an all right salary you're gonna get an all right salary until you're you're, you're made redundant because due to retirement right but now he's able to take on multiple companies and make three to four times his salary and for some reason because i found myself undervaluing myself and then i i almost accepted that i was okay with that and all of a sudden now looking back at it and i was like no alissa you can't under you can't continue to undervalue yourself you have to sit down and actually analyze what it is you're doing and where it is you want to be five ten years from now you know um so for me it now makes me so proud when people start working for themselves because you're now able to work your own, on your own time wake up when you want have your money have your income flowing in and it's always a running joke that my sister and i have and obviously it's not a joke it's something very serious she wants to retire like next year and my sister how old is Justine? Justine's like um just hitting 30, right? She I guess I think she turns 30 in October. But it's it's so interesting because it is a dream of everybody to be able to retire from early. But in my eyes, what do you define as retirement? Is it retirement as in you're not you're completely off the grid, not working, not making an income? Or is it retiring to the point where you have people working for you 
bringing in income for you or you just have a passive a multiple stream of incomes you have multiple stream of incomes from different areas or different aspect of the world and it just basically <laughs> allows you to be at home and be traveling doing certain things going certain places and still being able to constantly have a, a, fl- a flow of income because in my eyes when you retire you're retiring with a lump sum amount of money and that's it so if you retire with one million dollars once that one million dollars is done that's that's it there's no there's nothing else coming for you you know what i mean and the older you get is the more likely you are to be knocking on the health conditions or the elderly health conditions i call it problems heart disease cholesterol you know hypertension diabetes cancer all of these health issues come at a cost and if we're not working and if we don't have passive income how are we going to afford it um so i've just been thinking about all of that and doing a lot of research on where i see myself and what is my future you know i have a dog jock and jock just being in my life or me being its owner comes at a cost you know the other day jock does this thing where he goes around the back because he he we live in an apartment building now and jock wants to go to the front of the apartment building but there's a back like a little small back patio about probably two feet wide and he he's so determined and i love his determination to get to the front of the apartment building and what he does is so the back of our apartment buildings have of course they have dividers that block off each apartment however dividers cannot be actually physically locked because of a fire risk so what happens now is jock has now learned how to push the gate open and he pushes the gate open and runs through the back of the neighbor's yards, goes to the pool area, runs to the front. And he'll be out there for a little bit. And once he's ready to come back in, he'll walk back to the front of the door and he'll just do one single bark. And you, you automatically know that that's a let me in bark. And I want us to take that approach. I want us to take that determination that Jacques has to get to the front and use it in our day-to-day life for us to get to the front i want us to get to the front i want us to get to the front of all the expenses in lives that can be avoided medical bills um of course you know the the ones that are treatable the ones that are preventable um, I want us to get in front of a mortgage. I want us to get in front of leases on cars. I want us to get in front of anything that can cause financial burden in our lives when it comes to us retiring or us re- um, traveling. You know, a lot of people, I think I've spoken about this, don't understand financial literacy. And I think it's something that is very important, a very important topic. And we need to stop growing someone's 
business. We need to stop chasing budget deadlines for other people, other companies, and start chasing that budget deadline for our bank account. You know, we need to ensure that we know what we want in our bank account at the end of the month. And then the next month, we're topping it. And then the next month, we're topping it. We need to see growth in our bank account and stop growing other people's bank accounts. So, yeah, I think Elsa is going about to get a little bit more serious. So I'm going to go ahead underneath the covers and hide from Elsa a little bit and call it a day. <laughs> see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in.